Titans, Panthers. You know, it's the first thing I have in these notes. Titans could really use Fogarty. <laughs> mm. uh, I know he ended up getting injured at Raiders, but we spoke about it in the start of the season that even if Fogarty isn't playing, he would be there to help Sexton when it comes to confidence, when it comes to decision-making, put pressure on him, you know, all that stuff. The Titans just didn't have a... They just are struggling with a seven that's going to direct them around the park at the moment. And Sexton, he's super young. It's going to take time. Stay, stay, uh, stay the course. But I think you do need to get some experience around him. Yeah. Really and do. this is where, you know, having Fogarty right now would be handy. But having Fogarty right now would pay dividends in three years' time for Sexton Absolutely. as well. Look at the opposing seven. And I know it's unfair, but Nathan Cleary, he was a young star that came in. He stood next to James Maloney for two and a half years. You know, and uh, you know, I spoke to him on the podcast. And he, like he, he can't talk enough about what James Maloney taught him and all those sort of things. So, yeah, it's it's tough at the moment for Titans. I thought this was a pretty brave effort by them. Four nil at halftime their way. Mm. Um, they, you know, I noticed that Campbell's playing reserve grade again this week. So we're calling him dropped. Mm. Like I, I don't. It's a biz- like. I can understand the first week coming back from injury, but the second week when you dropped Osaka and you move your 5'8 to fullback. Well, you've created another problem for yourself now because Brimo was fantastic. <laughs> yep. So you've just created a problem where you've got one of the best young talents in the game and where do you put him now? And Tanner Boyd played in that same team the week before they brought him up coming back from injury and they've left Campbell down there. So This Campbell... I don't know what it is. like. Maybe there's some... That try, I don't know. Because... He absolutely is in their best 17. He absolutely... Like, he was amazing last year. Yep. And he was the only player against the top-tier teams that was damaging them. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get my thoughts on the Titans. What do you think of that, Titans? Um, you'd be very proud as a Titans fan. You know, mm. they didn't get the result. But if you went into that game and got, were told the final score would be, what was it, 18-4 or something, you'd lead at half-time, you'd say, I'll take that every day of the week. thought it might have been a bit of a bloodbath. But, you know, they got up for that game. The Panthers had one line break which is incredible. They've been decimating sides in attack uh, this season and it was gutsy out from the Titans. Look, they didn't have the class. They, they didn't have the probably the added touch, the, the fifth tackle kicks uh, to finish sets off to really make them compete and, and be a winning chance. But, um, you know, we say it week in, week out, don't we? But it came down to Nathan Cleary's kicking game. It was yeah. just so dominant again. Uh, plenty of repeat sets. Kicked for 590 metres and two teams that there probably wasn't a lot between on the night. Clearest kicking game, won them the game. Literally. So, so comfortable. Yeah, two repeat sets in the first, like, eight minutes yeah. or something like that. When you're coming out, putting that much pressure on initially, like, it's just... Mm. Yeah, his kicking game is so, so good. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, I can't... It, it, it changes games. Like, it just changes games, period. And I agree with you. I think Titans fans should be absolutely... The defence was one thing we're always like, the Titans defence just needs work. And I thought... That was probably their best defensive effort in a substantial a amount of time. Yeah. A mm. substantial amount of time. Um, the issue is, is, is they're going forward. You know, it's... Yeah, like, they just don't seem to have that 
that extra little uh, person to take across the line. Can, can I just try to revert back? Jaden Cam on the weekend. He had 23 touches of the football. He scored one try. He had two line breaks. He ran for 200 metres and he had 11 Jeez. tackle breaks. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Matty? Yeah, I actually... Um, I thought it was very similar, kind of a similar game to the grand final last year where Penrith just were relentless the whole, go- whole game, but South defended really well. I thought the Titans defended really, really well. That first opening 20 minutes, I can't believe Penrith didn't score. Um, yeah. I think they defended about five or six sets in a row. It was, it was, uh, it was so gutsy from the Titans. And I remember last week I made the comparison, the Titans to the Cowboys, um, the difference in their sides, like the grittiness of the Cowboys four pack was what gave them the edge of the Titans. And, and I think the Titans in defense were, were quite gritty and ro- rolled their sleeves up this game. And it was, it was good to see. Um, but yeah, ultimately the class of the, of the Panthers shines. Um, they, Panthers were a bit sloppy, but you know, the Titans' defense kind of made that happen. I think, uh, yeah, I, I agree, and I think that the key now for the Titans is that's the standard. Like that is absolutely the standard. You cannot come out next week and get forty or thirty put on, or you know, even if even if they come out next week and win thirty to twenty or thirty to twenty-five, six or something, it's like that's not you, you've shown over the last couple of years. You can't win games regularly like that. Like, you need to have good defence if you want to be in the top tier. And so, yeah, I, I, as I said, I was... If you're a Titans fan, I would be super, super proud of their defence. I think most people thought it was going to be an absolute bloodbath. Um, so I think their forwards deserve massive wraps. Tino, once again, you know, 163 metres, 40 tackles. Uh, Moe Fodawaka, 144 metres, 61 post-contact, 32 tackles, no misses. Uh, you know, Isaac, uh, Isaac Liu, he got over 100 metres. So... Yeah, I, I think that they deserve a massive, massive rap in defence. It's just their attack that I'm a little bit... Oh, also their, their wingers like Greg Marzu. Fuck, he's been an absolute beast. 195 metres, 12 tackle breaks, 84 post contact. Um, yeah, so it's just their attack. Like, it's it just seems... I don't know, like... Some like at the start of the year it was really really good like they were putting on points and and now it's kind of like taking it it feels like they've regressed a little bit attack wise and I and it's I think it's all connected to I think Sexton is feeling a little bit not not as confident because he's a young player so he's he's struggling with like oh I had a bad game last week like I'm young who am I to direct players around who am I to say do this do that when I'm struggling and I'm just trying to get my game right um, but yeah I, I think if you're the if you're Titans, you're Holbrook, I think you, t- you go into video session and you just focus on the defence. You go, boys, this was fucking amazing. Let's fucking rip in next week. Yeah, and next week's going to be a big week for them. Titans at the moment, they're sitting 12th on the ladder. They are on the same amount of points as last. They're just their for and against is better. Um, they play the Roosters next week. So, for me, opportunity. mate, a winnable game against a top-shelf team that will give them a lot of confidence. Yep. So, it, it'd be a huge W if they manage um, to pull that one through. I've got a question for you guys. Like, I... Even though, like, Campbell's killing it, like, I personally love AJ Brimson at fullback. I'll be interested to see what you, like, do, do you think he's a better fullback? Oh, man, it's tough. It's, well, like, you've got to ask yourself, like, can Brimo, it, it, you know, if you had Fogarty at seven, you could afford to put Brimo at six. So they've just created an environment for themselves where they don't, they need experience in the halves, so they brought Will Smith in. Will Smith although he played pretty well in the weekend, I felt, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he can hit a red hot, you know, bit of form or whatever, but over the years he's shown to be more of a utility. So 
I, I'm unsure whether, you know, is he going to do this week in, week out in the six role? I hope he does because I'm sure he's sitting there going, finally, I've been given an opportunity to play six and maybe he takes it with both hands. If, if Will Smith can take the opportunity with both hands and be that veteran experience half, then I think you can afford to keep Brimmer at, at fullback. In saying that, I do believe Campbell offers just so much attacking prowess. It's very hard to keep him out of the side. So it's just hard. I, I, the, I, the real key, and we've said this from the start of the year, the key is Sexton. Like everything yep. hinges yep. on Sexton, which is unfair on it's the It's not fair at all. It's yeah. not fair at all. He's been put in this position. Um, so I just don't know, man. I honestly don't know what they do. Oh, I think Brimson is the better fullback. But as you said, Campbell is too good not to have in this team. So all of a sudden you're in this situation where, and I feel for Sexton now because he spent the whole preseason with Brimo next to him. Mm-hmm. Now he's playing fullback. He comes in with Will Smith, who you know, I, I like Will Smith and he is experienced, but you know he has been a utility. He's come from a different club too, so it's not like he has a combination mm. with him. I'll come back to that first point. Titans could really use Fogarty, mm. really come in handy. Yeah, it was. Tough. I would love to know the inner workings of how that happened. Like I would love to know they re-sign him and then three months later. They're like, oh, no, you can go. Was it done out of love for Fogarty? Yeah, respect. Respect. So, yeah. like, was it done of like, mate, you're a veteran. Um, you've finally been given an opportunity to, you know, a big contract somewhere else. We've come out and publicly said Sexton is the thingo. So out of respect for you, we're going to allow you to go. But I think the ruthless clubs, they find a way to make it work. And they, they envision the future of like, we aren't sure whether Sexton is going to be ready. He's got so many years ahead of him. And the Titans have been in this position a number of times. We just spoke about Ash Taylor. Yeah. He never had that experience half next to him. Yeah. Like, uh, I've said it a few times. Like, if you were to put Sam Walker in this Titans spot, it's like, we love Sam Walker. He's a great player. It'd be the same situation. Any, I think, honestly, any young seven in yeah. this Titans squad, would, would, would it's a tough ask, man. Yeah. It's a tough ask. What do you think about the second situation? Yeah, look, it, it is, it's a hard one and it's, it's easy to say, you know, he's got all this pressure on him to get him around the park and he's young, his side's battling, but unfortunately the NRL doesn't care about that and your rivals don't care about that, do you? Yeah. They need results now yeah. uh, and they have to do whatever it takes to get that. So it's bloody hard on him, but they've invested their future in Toby Sexton. He'll be fine long term, but uh, how delayed is his development going to be if they don't sort of get off the canvas this season? Um, we're going back just quickly to Jaden Campbell and Brimson and, and what the best spine makeup is. You look at the first three rounds of the comp, the Titans put 70 points on the board and, and looked like that attacking team we've seen in previous years. Eight points in the last two weeks. Obviously, Campbell hasn't been back since round three. Mm. You know, we mentioned how good was Brimson at fullback. You'd love to see him stay there. He plays his best footy there, but. You know, we know there's points in them with Campbell at fullback, Brimson yep. in the halves. Brimson is not probably necessarily organising an experienced half that uh, Toby Sexton needs, but he is a class player who might take pressure off him. You've got to remember Will Smith. He's been a utility his whole career. I don't know what his best position is, but he spent a lot of his career playing in the back line, in fullback, bits and pieces in the centres, chopping, changing at hooker. So it's like, is he the answer for Sexton? I don't think he is, no. Um, their defence was good in the weekend. We know they've got attack with Campbell. I'd be switching it up. Okay, so you're bringing Campbell in, bring him back I'd to six? It. I'd do it. I, I agree with you. I would have kept that... I would have kept that... that uh, spine together, mm-hmm. at least for the first ten rounds, understanding that we're young. Now, I, I do believe Holbrook has kind of said, like, you know, Campbell's defence sometimes can be not the greatest, but you're right, you, he does put points on the board. But now he has created more pressure for himself externally because people see Brimo playing well at fullback. Whereas if, if he never moves Brimo to fullback and he keeps Campbell there, 
the pressure doesn't really exist because you know, like you're not going to see Brimo there, so you don't know that he can play so well there because you've forgotten since he was there last time. Yeah, look, tough situation for Holbrook, but the positive is is they defend their asses off, and that's all attitude. And Tino, he's a bloody such a good leader. So I just think that you know I feel like a broken record, but the focus for the Titans going forward is just their defence. Like they just need to do that each week, and they'll win more games than they lose. Like if they're playing anyone outside of the Penrith Storm. You know, the top-tier sides. If they're playing any of the bottom eight sides, I think they win that game and win it comfortably, mm. the way they played. So, although there is questions, you could argue more questions than answers for the Titans at the moment, still was a great performance on the weekend. Still was a great performance um, against such a red-hot side. Now, on to the Penny Panthers. Yeah, uh, I think it's hard to be up every week in this competition. Yeah. And, you know, credit to the Titans. As you said, they did play well. They would have beaten most sides. 4-0 at half time. then... You said it before, Cleary's kicking game was just worth so much. Um, that that kick that he put in for Jerome Luai, they didn't even look at each other. Yeah. They just knew it was on, you know, and that's uh, you know, only the great halves pairings are able to do that. Like, I, I remember when, when Joey and Matty were young, like, they used to – you'd see Matty, he'd be looking this way away from the ball and he'd, he'd whistle and Joey yeah. would know 30 metres that way yep. what he had to do, just little things like that that – when you've got those combos, and that's what the Titans don't have at the moment. Yeah. They don't have those combos that Penrith do. Um, I thought Isaac Targa, he scored a try off a kick. He's, um, I think he learned a few hard lessons the other night. As much as I love him, mm. um, he's, he's making probably two to three errors a game at the moment. It was a play that he went from dummy half, which was mm. um, a pretty selfish one, which I think that um, Ivan Cleary will definitely show him on tape this week and he'll learn from it, all part of being a young footballer. But yeah, Penrith, um, good teams don't play their best and win. That's the Penrith Panthers at the moment. Yeah, Penny Panthers, man. They're 8-0. and oh. You know, we're like, I feel like we've gotten so used to them winning. No Two years in a row. Yeah. no one's First about, team in history to do that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're watching a historic side, and because they're so great, it's like people don't want to love them now because they're so great. Whereas, like, a year or two ago, it was like, fuck, the Penny Panthers are so good. Now it's like... People don't want to give them their flowers when we're, we're witnessing greatness. Like, this is eight in a row again with a half that is still 24 years old, I think. Yeah. Cleary's 24. Yeah. Like, mm. guys, Cleary's 24. <laughs> and he's the first half in history to go eight in a row. And he didn't play for the first, what, four or five rounds? Yeah. Four rounds, yeah. Fuck. Just amazing. Amazing. And it, you know what it all stems back to? Well, partly, partly. It all stems back to Ivan Cleary had a crazy decision on his hands. Burton probably playing better footy than Luai but Cleary said no no Luai and uh, Ivan Cleary Luai and Nathan have a better combination they've played all their juniors together I'm going to select like Jerome Luai at the loss of Burton so he lost tell me how many other clubs would choose to lose Burton over a guy like Luai who had been in first grade but he was you know a bit of a bench player and you know fullback maybe or is he 5'8 or is he 14 we don't really know the guts for Ivan mean, to make that call, it has changed the direct, to directory. I thought he was crazy when he did it. Yeah, I, I think really a lot of people were. Yeah. I, I was on the side of pick Luai because I, I appreciate how important combinations Combos. are. Yep. And we'd seen that at the Broncos where like, you know, Milford and Nicarima were both great players, but they were way too similar and they just didn't gel together. But everyone else, and you'd be right to say it, you're going to lose a guy with Matt Burton's talent for a guy like Luai who, who has been there or thereabouts. It's a masterstroke. And Luai's been incredible. And now the Panthers are who they are. A huge reason is because Ivan made that call and it was the right call. 
Thoughts to me? Yeah, massive one. They, um, I said, I think, I don't think would, pro- probably pretty harsh on Luai, who's been there and done it, played Origin, yep. won Origin games. Uh, but, you know, if you're picking one of the two, you're going Burton. But it's just combinations, isn't it? And what they've come through over all these years. And But at the time, though, Luai was like a, a fringy, yeah. pretty much. When, yeah. when he made that call, Burton was this young guy that was coming through the ranks where everyone's going, holy fuck. Like, remember Burton's debut? It was a big deal. Yeah. This country lad that's six foot two, oh. big, big running six, got a massive boot on him. And the guts from Ivan Cleary to go, you know, Burton's incredible, but Luo's my guy. Mm. And it's just obviously been faultless, clearly. Oh. Um, and there's like, I mentioned it last year, but how many more superlatives are there talking about Melbourne, talking about the Panthers and whatnot? The one that stood out for me last week, big time, I think it was uh, from Maddie from the Bleachers talking about the post-contact metres and how Penrith don't necessarily win it every week. That one hit me and I haven't been able to get it out of my mind. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll check it again. A pretty, albeit not a massive scoreline difference, pretty dominant from Penrith again. Dead level on contact metres. So I think last week Penrith were behind quite substantially. But same thing, the, the post-contact metres were levelling the game in a game where you'd say... Titans go forward wasn't fantastic, but still locked them up. So that's the one I'll be watching uh, very closely week in, week out, because it just intrigues the hell out of me. Oh, it's, it's really intriguing. I, I actually felt the Panthers went away a little bit from their game plan against the Raiders, and their forwards were getting more... Um, you know, the forwards ran for way more metres this week, and their backs were still massive, mm. but a little bit less. But I, I think that the Panthers were nowhere near their best on the weekend. They were still solid and good, but, um, you know, I think against the Raiders, they played, like, some of their best footy yeah. that they've played in a very long time. Uh, what do you think about the game, Matty, about Panthers? Yeah, uh, I said before, a bit like the, the GF, in the same respect, we clearly just kicked the, uh, kicked the Titans to death. Um, that, as I said, they were, they were sloppy. They, you know, when they were on the attack, they made, I think it was 12 or 13 errors. I think in defence as well, they missed over 50 tackles. Like, it, it wasn't really their, their night, but they just found a way even someone like Dylan Edwards who you could argue he probably had his worst game of the year and that's that's probably still an 8 out of 10 um, you know tough night under the high ball had a pretty bad captain's challenge but he like he, he still was one of Penrith's better players um, I think he picked up a couple of Dalian points as well so it just, it just goes to show that um, even if Penrith or a couple of individual players have an off night they can they can always bounce back and win quite well not convincingly but they can do, do it in different ways exactly like, yeah. if something isn't working for them like alright we'll go this way like you know, they, they clearly felt their forwards clearly needed to work a little bit harder this game. Um, yeah, look, uh, look, I, I want to give a shout out to Eisenhower. I think he's been really good for them. Like a battler that comes on, he actually starts at the moment. Yep. And, you know, he wouldn't get the most raps, but fuck, he gets through his work. He takes all the tough carries and he's always over 100 metres. So uh, he was good. But yeah, clearly, like I just think clearly, if you needed an example of why you would nearly pay $1.5 million for Cleary... <laughs> There's your example right there. Like, he's sing- not single-handedly. Like, that's disrespectful to their work. But let's say you just assume everyone works at a certain level. It was his crazy extra ability that got him across the line. And it was his individual, you know, kicking that did it. So, yeah, Panthers, man, they're making history. And they're looking bloody good doing it. And they got so much more in them. That's what's fucking scary. Next I, week. Sorry, mate. No, no, I think you're going to say the same thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Brian Toto, Moses Leota back, if not this week, next week. Like... Please. Who but. does Toto come in for? It's decision time. Do you keep the boys together on the left edge? Uh, Charlie Staines. But he's playing. Has to be. But Staines has been playing. Staines I, I has played bad. good. He's but been playing good footy. 
Look, I, I think it's that combination of things that gets May across the line. Yeah. I really do. Like, I, I feel sorry for Staines because I think he's had a red-hot crack. And it's the fact that Staines is with Crichton, which goes, well, who are we going to put? Toto and Crichton work so well together. May and Tungor, like, we, we know they're so good together. So if Toto comes back, you, you think they'll move him to the right? I think so, yeah. Wow. I think they'll try to keep that Tungor and uh, May combo together and go back to the – because didn't – Initially, Crichton and Toto played together yeah, a couple of years ago, side. and they scored yeah. a bazillion tries. That, that was the year where Crichton scored. I think it was nine games in a row. Yeah, yeah. On the so left. I think even though that's other side, like I don't think Toto really uses a fender or anything. So I don't, I don't think it will affect his mm. scooting because that's the one thing you have to worry about. Is like, okay, if I'm a right hand carrier, like, do I need to fend with my left or my my bad side? Well, he came in on the right, didn't he? Because Mansour was playing on the left. Yeah, originally. I think yeah, he he'll did. be fine yeah. on the right. Yeah, I, I mean, I th- yeah. Look, I think if you're looking like long term at the club, you'd go, look, what do we want to do? We want to build combinations. Tungor, May, the next ten years, Crichton, Toto for the next ten years. Mm. Fuck. Imagine <laughs> a world where you have the Dalian centre of the year and the Dalian winger of the year. You let the Dalian centre of the year go and you move the Dalian winger to the other side because your teenage <laughs> is pretty handy. Yeah, it's. It's crazy. And you're it's still incredible. the best team in the competition by It's a incredible. Lot. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. I, I cannot wait for Storm and Panthers to play again because yeah, it is ground. going to be wild. A wild game. But, yeah, Panthers looking fantastic. <laughs>